Hey everyone, welcome back to the Green Tea Podcast. Hello. Hey. So today we have Rose brought us Starbucks, Starby. actually. So I did. we all as a have surprise. as a surprise. So we all have a little Starbucks treat. Oh, let's all say what Starbucks drink we. Got. We were just okay. talking about how Starbucks isn't good coffee, but we still get it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so today I got a salted caramel cold brew, but I get my cold foam made with the dark caramel sauce instead of the regular caramel. Hmm. Um, and then Rose got me um, an iced vanilla latte with extra vanilla. Faith likes it sweet. I do. So I got a little bit extra vanilla. I do. And then I got a pink drink, which is very classic of me. I feel mm. like that's just your go-to, right? Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. What else do you like from Starbucks? The brown sugar espresso brown drink. Sugar. Those mm-hmm. two drinks are the only things Ooh, I get, really. And speaking sure. of, so I also, I made us some green tea for mm-hmm. the podcast. And Faith, also, what type of tea is it? It's a little it? hot. So I made us um, a spring cherry green tea. It's so good. Cherry blossom green tea. It's, it's really tasty. Really I really refreshing. like it. Um, just a little summery vibes. Mm. Just you're by the pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today is 4th of July, guys. It, is. it won't oh my be gosh. the 4th, obviously, when this comes out. But mm. we're so committed that we're working on a federal holiday. So <laughs> you're welcome. It's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting no. paid, so no. <laughs> also, I have fully worked on 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Oh my god! And then um, we also have snacks that we're gonna try today. Yeah, Faith, where are these from? Um, well, me and my mom went to we go get groceries for my grandparents at Costco, mm-hmm. and we just saw these, and I was like, <gasps> we have to get them. And so they are brown sugar boba milk tea mochi. This is cute. Did it come like in a box of these or like? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it came in a big package, and then they're all individually wrapped inside. Which I thought what, that's why it was funny that you said you like the brown sugar espresso because i was like i have a brown sugar treat for you mm-hmm. boba's uh boba milk tea i love getting brown sugar or like a yeah. rose Ooh. if they have like a rose or lavender option that's Ooh. fun i got a brown sugar boba drink like somewhat recently um and i didn't stir it up very much and then i took a sip of it and it was like pure like melted brown sugar in my mouth Ooh. which <laughs> was partly delicious but also i like it was so sweet i had to i was like okay stir 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 can i take a bite of this or am i gonna wait for you guys yeah no let's let's i want to taste it i I do too i want to know what this tastes like okay Ooh, it smells good yeah oh it does like brown sugar yeah oh like sugar (laughs) okay let's all take a bite okay Okay. there's a little filling I took the entirety of the filling in my mouth and it came out of the other half of the mochi. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. But that just means I'll put all of it in my mouth. <laughs> I feel like it's good. It's not even as... I feel like it smells sweeter than it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Right? That's lovely. What a great way to start. Yeah, I like it. I'm a little treat. I'm like a pet. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh, speaking of pets. <gasps> oh. <Let's> oh. <laughs> Big news, everyone. Big news, guys. I'm a mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mother of two. Speaking of pets, I'm a mother. <laughs> I have twins. Um, Austin and I. Let me just like preface this. Austin and I went on our honeymoon. Okay, let me talk about that really fast. We went on a cruise to Mexico. Super fun. Super funky. Super fresh. Amazing. Mexico was so <laughs> hot and humid though, but mm. it was a great time. We got back from our honeymoon Saturday. Okay. Sunday, we got two cats. <laughs> Every, everybody told me to wait until after the honeymoon. So I waited yeah. 12 hours after. <laughs> she said, done. Uh-huh. So we went and booked an appointment online and we went to the Pasadena Humane Society, which I definitely recommend. And also, guys, it is kitten season right now. A lot of places are overwhelmed with kittens. So if you are thinking about getting a cat, now is the time. And also, a lot of different places have different deals where, like, 
companies sponsor an adoption weekend or they're half off or, you know, so it also isn't too expensive. But nice. just letting you guys know, there are cats available. <laughs> so we went to Pasadena and looked around and we looked on the website and had specific ones in mind that we like wanted to look at. And of course we got two that like we didn't even see on, <laughs> on didn't even go in like looking for them or whatever. But we got two tabbies and one of them is just an all brown tabby and his name is Mumford and he has a little kink in his tail. He's so and then cute. the other one is Mumford's brother, and this is Bennett or Benny, and he has white shoes, like white <laughs> socks, but we call them his boots because his name is Benny. Yeah, and he's like got electric boots. Benny and the Jets, right? And they are like the sweetest, most playful and cuddly cats. They're so cute. Like Thomas and Faith came over last night, and like the cats were totally willing to be held and fell asleep on faith literally not scared of us at all yeah and that's literally why we got them is yeah. we wanted cats that were like they were so sociable cuddly. and like willing to be held you know i feel like a lot of people go in with a certain look but we were much more concerned with mm-hmm. like the personality and wanting cats that are gonna want to be around us, yeah because you know? that's the fun part a lot of cats are really skittish or and if they come into buddies. a shelter they've had like a bad experience or mm-hmm. they were astray so anyways I have two kittens right now, yeah. and it has been going very well. They're doing great. They The only thing they did bad is, well, they scratched me, <laughs> but also they and knocked bite. over. <laughs> they have rabies. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, is they knocked over, like, our handheld vacuum and got, like, dust everywhere the oh, other yeah. day. But they're just so cute. And, like, when I came home the other day, they were both sitting in the, win- the windowsill, like, Aww. waiting for me. I'm just so excited and Austin and I love cats and it's also so cute for me to see Austin interact with them because he loves them. Has he ever had a cat before? Yeah, when he was younger but like his family right now, they just got a cat a few months ago but like Mm. they hadn't had one before. Right. Like it was, um, it was like a long time ago they had a cat, you know? Okay. Um, And he's always loved cats and so like he just Mm. comes home and immediately like takes a picture of them and last night when we were hanging out he was like, please send pictures of the cats. Like (laughs) it helps, like update me. I saw him post pictures with him and the cats. Yeah. Aww. So it's just like also cute to see like my husband so excited about the Aww. little baby cats. Anyways, I'll they're, so they're, they're so baby. They're so tiny. They're like six or seven weeks. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they're think, fresh. But they're fresh out. Fresh out the womb, <laughs> literally. But they're. I'm just so excited and happy, and I will keep you guys updated on their growth and how they are doing. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say about my pets. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, where was this going? But this came from the honeymoon, and we traveled to this. Yes. <laughs> the um, you are also surrounded by cats all the time, Faith. Yeah, that's I've true. never had a pet, and I want one. I just can't handle <sighs> the afterlife. <laughs> Stop! You don't need to. <laughs> but it's uh, like my thing is just like the body. You know, it's mm. like I don't want to be around it. <laughs> Let me you know. Let's tell you two things. Both from my mom. Okay. Shout out mm-hmm. mom. Okay. She listens to every episode. My mom has two things to say because I told her about you mm-hmm. and, and your problem. Yeah. <laughs> and your issues. I told her about your issue about pets and death. She said, one, that's just, it's always going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> pets have a shorter lifespan. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you are always going to have death of pets, whether it's your pet or somebody else's pet or something. Animals just have shorter lifespans than most animals. So, mm-hmm. I mean, turtles and birds live forever. But, like, <laughs> you know, but like, you know generally, yeah. pets just have a shorter lifespan, which and it sucks, and it's really sad, but it's just a part of life. Mm-hmm. The other thing my mom said is, 
if you can't handle it, then that's fine. You don't have to get a bed. That's fair. Thank <laughs> no, you. My no, mom, no, God no. Bless. I like. I don't agree with that. I that's think where it, I'm gonna have to disagree. I, think you should uh, get I have a pet. permission from her, and I feel so much better. No. <laughs> but my mom also said, if Thomas can't handle it, that's fine. That's a good way. You don't have to deal with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but um, it's like yeah. it, that's the saddest thing because right now you're looking at your baby kittens, and they're the best thing ever. And it's like it's still just one day. Guess what? I'm looking at you guys right now. One you all day. are both gonna die one day too. <laughs> True. <laughs> True, but the difference is you're praying for that one. <laughs> oh my god, oh my goodness. No, yeah. I really think you should though because I, I'm just gonna I do it when I have like a partner or someone that will that's willing to take care of I was gonna say also maybe when you're not living alone, like <laughs> yeah. that would be more helpful. Well, and also, fair. also when yeah. you have somebody to lean on and you know that like you have a person that like shared the bond. If with I discover you with the, animal. the animal after it passes. I'm walking the other way, closing the door, and I'm calling someone else to deal with it. I was gonna say, well, here's the thing. I was going to say that even if you live alone, you don't necessarily have to deal yeah. with that. Well, and also, that's... Sorry, you go. Well, I was just also going to say you, like, you may not have to deal with that specifically. Because yesterday you actually asked me, you were like, is it true cats, like, go away, mm-hmm. like, when they feel like yeah. they're close to death? And that is, like... True. Like, I think it's true. my cats are indoor cats. So I, I don't know what say. that's gonna. All of be my like, outdoor, but... like inside outdoor cats that I've had that have died, have gone. They go and like hide somewhere and mm. like choose when they they know when they're gonna die. Yeah. yeah. And there's like there's like you know where we live. There's a lot of like fields and stuff around here, like behind neighbors' houses oh, and yeah. things. So like they have places to go. Yeah. But also, if you do have an indoor cat or like a dog, obviously a dog doesn't kind of like run away mm-hmm. and hide somewhere. Like dogs are a lot different. Um dogs also like most of the time your dog is going to get put down, mm-hmm. which is yeah. like a very very humane and like nice way to go. Yeah. Like there's no pain you get to I mean unless the dog was like sick, Already which obviously, pain. which mm-hmm. is why they're getting put down, but like it's a really really nice way you get have time to say goodbye and the the vet and the hospital they deal with everything. Yeah. yeah. So like that's the other I, thing. I just need that confidence boost and I feel myself getting closer and closer to getting <laughs> yeah. a pet. But well, it's because not here's yet. the thing, like moving on from that, all the time that you're going to get in between from like, you know, getting the pet to when they pass mm-hmm. away, like that's still a good amount of time and like you're going to have beautiful memories. Mm-hmm. You're going to have fun. Like, I mean, even last night, just hanging out with the kittens at Rose's was so much yeah. fun, right? So and fun. just looking. Mm-hmm. Also, like, the my parents and I like to call it kitty TV. Because, like, we <laughs> so we got um, our first two cats we got from Rose because her cat had kittens. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, we'll take two, please. Thank you. <laughs> and I um, would like to order two kittens. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get two? A set of yeah, fries. Yeah, I do deliver. Um, I did deliver. Yeah, and you did. <laughs> I do deliver. You do deliver. And so we had those two. And... It was just fascinating to watch them all the time because they're just, you know, they're new, fresh babies yeah, and everything. I the day but I also, them over and we yeah, all sat in it was kitchen. just fun. And it's just like you can just sit and watch them forever. And like the same, even now that they're not kittens anymore and they're like full grown cats, it's still like they're just so interesting. They're just so crazy. And it's like sometimes, you know, they do get zoomies or whatever. And so they just go crazy. And that's fascinating because it's like, what did you see <laughs> that no one else can? experience that yeah. made you go absolutely right now i was facetiming grace the other day and mumford had the zoomies mm-hmm. and grace was like is my camera like glitching or is he moving mm-hmm. that fast i was like no he's zooming mm-hmm. he's zooming through mm-hmm. the house right now they're like tori does parkour sometimes like she will just hop around yeah it's crazy it's so, so all that is really fun and also like when they're like in napping moods and you just sit down sometimes they'll come and nap mm. with you and hang out and it's just mm. very sweet and also like it's company you know yeah. like i think there's something to be said i've like i've never lived alone because i've always been with my family or with a roommate mm-hmm. but like 
during the times that like, oh, like my family's gone or like my roommate's on a trip or something and I'm like alone in the house, I'm like, mm, I want to, I need another life form in this house with me. So I think yeah. that's fun too that's because, fair. you know, they really enrich your life and I think it's, I think you would really love to have a pet, whatever the pet is. Grace all night being like, you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is my impression of Grace. <laughs> you, have hit, you have to hit whistle tones if you really want to. No, Grace walked into my house and I was like, "How did you make that sound?" <laughs> oh my god! Also, That's why she talks like that so that the cats can actually hear. No, literally, she was like, "I feel like they understand." No, that's cat talk. Mm-hmm. She speaks cat. But also, also have to say, we, I don't know why we just started the episode talking about pet death. Oh my no, god! No, I went there, but but also I think. I'm not pressuring you, and I think that you will get a pet when the time comes. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for when that time is. Yeah, it's coming. It's My good. time was Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made it happen. My time was two weeks too late. <laughs> okay, we have a few topics we want to dive into. Yeah. Um, the first thing that has been going along on in, well, not even actually, it has not been going on in our lives, but the two, <laughs> the things that Thomas and I have been obsessed with, okay? The Colleen Ballinger drama. This is going to be like a our our version of a PowerPoint to you. Yeah, I was going to say because you don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't. Rose I was and never I watched like a, a big three-hour video. I know, and you sent it to me, and I was interested, but I didn't watch it. It's. Um, I just listened. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I only listened to. The yeah, H3 I just don't really okay. know anything other than like the very basic like her her Miranda Sings Mm -hmm. like personality and then also just like what I've seen from Twitter what Twitter has taught me about the situation okay so I think we can dive in I don't want to go too in depth because I don't know it's a lot it's very dramatic it's very um Mm -hmm. and you know there's a lot of sensitive subjects Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I don't want this to take up like the bulk of the no for sure but I like but just we'll touch on it but I want to touch on it and I want to give Thomas and I's thoughts and also just give the people who don't know a little rundown of what's going on yes so maybe I'll start I'll represent that like I'll just like do a general overview of who she is yeah okay so Colleen Ballinger is a YouTuber musical theater nerd homeschool girl and a YouTube (laughs) personality Miranda Sings okay Mm -hmm. she had her peak fame i mean i guess technically right now because she's getting trash talked <laughs> but i think her peak was like her miranda sings era 2011 2012 yeah oh, we wow. say 211 to 213 mm-hmm. and thomas and i have always bonded over her yeah like mm-hmm. oh, we've always talked about like watching her videos we almost went and saw a show of hers i know we kept wanting to and trying to because it's just a character that's insane and silly but like mm-hmm. i love comedy and i think mm-hmm. it comes in different forms and i think she did what she did pretty well i think she's a talented mm-hmm. performer and we would always talk like Miranda Sings. Yeah. And then we would talk about like her new videos. And we were almost going to go to Vegas one time, remember? <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. We like planned a trip to Vegas. Then we didn't follow through. Yeah. Oh I mean, gosh. Vegas isn't too far from us. Uh, also, just to add to the craziness is that she's also from Southern California. And she went to a, the college that's very, you know, that's right next door to where we went. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. You didn't know Ooh. that? Anyway, wow. so it's like, it is a little bit like, yeah, Getting it's not going on home. in our lives, but it is always like, this it's is, it, yeah. Um, anyways, she has a lot of drama surrounding her recently. Over the past like month, maybe a little bit less than a month, last few weeks, a lot of people, minors specifically, have been coming forward and being like, hey, I was talked to very inappropriately by Miranda or by Colleen okay it's like it's like is Colleen like talking to her fans inappropriately and the character that she does Miranda interacting with and talking to her fans inappropriately Mm -hmm. okay and there's a lot of stuff surrounding it and people that Colleen is involved with that also have 
been intertwined, but I think today we're specifically going to be talking yeah. about Colleen. Okay. Uh, I mean, can you get charged for you and then get charged again as your character? That's <laughs> insane. It's, it's crazy. Um, I don't even know how this came up. Was it all Adam talking um, about it? Okay, so Adam originally a couple years ago. Had, and who's Adam? Adam McIntyre is one of her like biggest fans. Okay. Um, she, he, He's described he's described as like one of her favorites. Like when they had like a group chat together, all of her fans and her and like her sister in law were the only adults in the group chat. Oh, um, yeah. And he was one of the favorites. He started you know collaborating with her to tweet for her ideas and stuff. Yeah. To the point where she gave him her login info and he would tweet for her without oh. getting paid though. Yeah. Because he was a minor at the time. Right. Mm, yeah. I don't Ooh. think that's why he wasn't getting paid though. Well, I no, think that- but like additionally to all this information that you're giving me he was also yes. a minor he was also he a minor, was a minor at the like 14 ish like yeah young uh-huh and they were talking all Ooh. the time she was texting him texting uh-huh. a minor and texting him inappropriate pictures mm-hmm. um which is like not of herself like in a like of memes and of trisha the way that you send yeah. your friends stuff that you're yeah, like, yeah. Like, no whatever. that's I mean, weird I think, I, except I, she's 30 and he's 14 no that's that's <laughs> no, yeah. literally crazy insane yeah and so then she gave him his like the login like yeah. thomas said mm-hmm. and he started like they started collaborating on tweets and so the way this whole thing got jump started is did this happen this pride month no it happened a while a ago while right ago, yeah. okay so there was a pride month where miranda tweeted and this tweet originated from adam he came up with the idea and tweeted it but colleen approved it okay so he talked to her about the idea first okay basically she posted a video was it a video or just a tweet i think it was just a tweet just a tweet. it was like i can't like i'm gonna finally gonna come out it's pride month i'm coming out as a what fan as a megan trainer fan, megan <laughs> trainer fan. <laughs> right and it's like funny that's kind of also queer baby yeah yeah so that was a big like everyone was like this isn't actually funny. yeah, yeah it's this a little, is kind of weird but like, the joke yeah. is like lol megan trainer uh, yeah yeah yeah. So basically, after that happened, Colleen got a lot of backlash. She ended up like deleting the tweet. Mm-hmm. And like the absolute mean girl that she is <laughs> removes him from the conversation, starts saying it's your fault to Adam. And ghosted <gasps> him. Uh huh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I can't stress it enough. A 30 year old woman to a 14 year old kid That's being insane. like, you ruined my career. That's <laughs> yeah. insane. And so she removed him from the group chat. Oh, there's she, something wrong with I her. Mean, I really, I, it comes from such a, like a disheartening, like the fans and stuff. And they grew up in this, you know, during their formative years, they're yeah. getting all of this, like, I don't know how to like even experience this situation because yeah. it's so new. Yeah. Well, if you think about like even when we're just on like normal Instagram and Twitter and middle school or something, mm-hmm. just with your friends and stuff, that's like mm-hmm. shocking and traumatizing enough oh as it is. So being on social media in middle school mm-hmm. yeah. and like being involved and chatting online to yeah. strangers on the internet, one of them being your, your idol, idol. <gasps> yeah. who's sending you weird pictures, asking you to do weird oh, things. Yeah. And then like, Growing up, like now, this is yeah. that was like years ago, and realizing like, yeah, looking back, oh, that on was it. actually really inappropriate. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was actually like, I am actually really traumatized by what she asked me to do. And All what of was that sent to me. makes me oh. feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> yeah, listening to the tea and everything coming out about Colleen, though, it's so juicy. It's like oh getting little snacks. They're just like when you see someone that you find out is horrible getting like <laughs> their comeuppance. It's always oh, I mean. I just I can't wait for the next update, and I can't. Oh I want God. I want to see what she says next. Oh, because how do you? And she's still touring right now. 
It's insane. She's on tour? Yeah. She's been touring for a really long time. She keeps adding shows and keeps like going home to her family and then we'll go back on the road for a few days and then Oh my god. But she's in the middle of all this. This has been going on for like weeks now. She's still touring and selling tickets. And people are saying like this is probably her last paycheck. Mm -hmm. So she's probably trying to stretch it out Mm because she knows that she messed up. Mm -hmm. Like she knows she is I don't know if she's going to go to jail. There's a clip of her talking to Jimmy Kimmel. That feels wrong. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon talking. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, there's like some of you in this character, though. And she's been forever being like, Miranda Sings is someone that like, I exaggerate the people that I don't like and the people that say stupid things. And then he kind of clocks her being like, but there's some of you in this character that has to be. And she's like, well, yeah, of course there is. And so now it's everyone's like, yeah, now we're really seeing that there's a lot of you in this character who is big you know and i'm not uh i don't hate blue comedy like yeah sure gave me raunchy material and stuff that's Uh all cool her realizing that like oh this is also who she is and this is how she's in her she's engaging interacting and like going out of her way to make these young adults not young adults not even close to young young children Children. yeah to do all these things like and you can call it comedy but like no you know where you fucked up it's actually weird yeah it's like yeah you clearly oh. know what you're doing you had it looks like it was all planned out especially seeing oh, what absolutely. come out of it with her family mm-hmm. and stuff too because a lot of her family is also weird a lot yeah. of her family oh i just i don't want to dive into that right now but think yeah. people are also coming forward and talking about mm-hmm. weird interactions that they've had with her family and the yeah. fact that colleen's sister was in a lot of these group mm-hmm. chats and so her brother act I don't want to talk about that, actually. Yeah. That's a little bit too much, but her brother has also done some really, really mm-hmm. bad stuff. And Ugh. her other brother has a family account, family channel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I- then there's her friend, her best friend, Corey, who's, Who like, her assistant. Also, like, messed. Yeah. Oh, my God. <gasps> These people are, like... It's so sad because I just used to like follow her and think that she was just like a normal family influencer yeah. and being like, I just like that she has yeah. a stupid character. Just and a little weirdo. Like, no, she's like really. And you can't even be like, oh, they didn't person. know what they were doing because they were just, you know, being like LOL with their fans and trying to interact mm-hmm. and stuff. But like Corey has like, there's a voice memo of him being like, I love you guys. I know you guys are younger and I'm like a lot older, but and it's so weird and Ew. creepy and it's so like. You, this feels also like you knew what you were doing. Yeah, I was going to say like, that also there's no room like, for error. Oh, okay, no, this is kind of weird, but like, I love you guys. Yeah, there's what? no room for error. No. <laughs> Think about it. We're all in like our early, mid teens. Mm-hmm. These adults talking to these kids, late 20s, 30s. 30s. Yeah, insane. Because I can't imagine like at my age talking to someone who was 14 that's and like what, giving them my password mm-hmm. and like having them do tweets that's for me and stuff. exactly so what Ethan said. That's just mm-hmm. crazy. Ethan said, have you hung out with the 14 year old recently? No. <laughs> They're babies. babies. They are literally fresh out the womb. Like, let me tell yeah. you this. I am like, one of the things I'm doing this month is I'm going to volunteer to summer camp and I am a camp counselor mm-hmm. and it's super fun. Love it. Um, and, I like doing the senior high age group because they're like the most like fun, like the closest to functioning. Like you don't have to, you're not babysitting at (laughs) this point, you know, like they're at least like, you know, they can kind of take care of themselves. They're still children. Mm -hmm. Like even the 17 year olds, 18 year olds, they're babies still because they're just, like no, I agree. You know, they're fresh out of high school or yeah. like still in high school, especially when and you put like them in a group. <laughs> especially when you put them in a group, and also like something that became very clear last year when I did it is also this pandemic. You're like two or three years younger than you actually are because yeah. you just yes. haven't had any of the life experience or mm-hmm. social interaction that gets yeah. you to mm-hmm. you know match yeah. what your age is. Like you just haven't had mm-hmm. that development, and so everyone is just super young. And like also last mm-hmm. year, I feel like I was dealing with like younger high school, like you know, 14, 15 yeah. year olds, and it's just like. I can't imagine talking to them 
about anything in my life like especially I can't, when like, you're a like, child it's just not an even exchange it's like mm-hmm. i'm not going to talk to you about my problems i'm not going to tell you about what's going on in my life because why would i do that why yeah. first of all why would i put that on you and also like you don't know you don't know what i'm talking about like yeah. you are you have your own set of life experience and problems and also at that age like you're not really thinking about much outside of your experience just because that's just so close to you it's like you're dealing with all kinds of new stuff you can't take it in from somebody else especially someone who's older i remember like being a senior in high school or junior high school and feeling old and feeling like you're Mm -hmm. finally at the top and like that's definitely valid like yeah you are old enough to like make decisions and like i'm not trying to take away from any 17 year old or 18 year old like listening to this like i'm not trying to say that like you're not like independent and doing what you can but also Mm -hmm. like the people around you and the older adults in your life should know to protect you no Yeah. yeah and should know like even if you're around older people like faith said at camp they know how to interact with you. They know the yeah. appropriate conversations. They, you know, like, yeah. And it's like, you're still a person. You're still like, you know, worth all this kind yes. of stuff. And like, you should be spoken to like, like mm-hmm. your age, respectable, like, respectively. Mm-hmm. And like you, yeah. I, cause also right? like, I've had great conversations where I'm like, exactly. man, you guys are just so smart. You're so intelligent and you're so engaged with things. And like, I'm constantly impressed by kids of that age for sure, anyway. For sure. But I'm not going to tell you what's going on in my, like, I'm not going to, like, not, bring you into, like, I'm not my. I'm emotionally depend and bond no, with like, you. like, it's just not that kind of relationship. And, and that's, like, right? And that's normal and that's good. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so yeah. glad that when none of us are besties with 18 year olds. No, like, that would just be so weird. Like, one of my friends, one of my close friends, I love her to death. She is 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. And she's still like you still baby. feel that different. Uh, yeah, she's th- three years older than her, and she's like, "Have, have you no. been solid yet?" <laughs> <laughs> I love her no, so much, and like true. we do talk, and like we're you know we're good normal friends. But every now and then, like when she comes like to me with something, I'm like, "Wow, I experienced what you were experiencing like a few years ago," and like even though I'm not that far removed from it, it is like, "Wow, we are in like slightly different stages of life mm-hmm. right now." And so yeah, for me to feel that with that. someone like you know three or four years younger than me i can't imagine trying to have any kind of like friendship or like emotional relationship with someone any younger than that like that's just crazy i I don't know weird okay let's dive back into the drama a little bit now that we've talked about how we're all better than (laughs) (laughs) now that we've talked about how we're all great mature enlightened people regular people yeah (laughs) well one time i think i brought up on the podcast about like parasocial relationships and then thinking about like these kids thinking that they understand this you know girl on the internet and being yeah. like i idolize you and then this girl also is you know on the other side of this like wrangling them all up and like oh. it's uh i don't think i've ever realized how crazy that power dynamic is until this like situation because it sure. was like oh you this is a vulnerable group of people yeah mm-hmm. and know? just like you knew what you were doing yeah and you knew you shouldn't yeah yeah um so the whole thing came to the surface more recently when Adam, right? Didn't he yeah. tweet something? Which one? What mm. did he, what tweet? Like what tweet mm-hmm. like surfaced all of this? Is I'm saying like we know that oh, okay. the queer baiting thing is like what sparked the controversy. Like Got bringing it, it up yes. now, but so what made it come up recently? Another video. Well, another girl who was also in those chats who was of age the whole time. Okay. She is also like post YouTube videos and stuff, and he post. She posted a video, basically exposing that she and Colleen were in cahoots to try to make Adam look like he was manipulating the <gasps> whole tweet situ- situation to make Shut him look like the bad up. guy. This, which, that child? That child who was 14 was getting, you know, bully death threats, the whole oh barrage God. of so online came forward rage. to Adam 
and um, said like hey this is actually what happened no that girl posted it herself being like this is the tweets that me oh, and colleen okay, were okay. basically oh. we were in cahoots we were going to you know make this look like a setup almost um and then she's exposing this because and it's for the wrong reason i'm not sure if i entirely remember why but i think she's trying to make someone else look bad and she's i think she might be even trying to make colleen look bad okay and in doing so adam's finding out that like oh Oh my gosh. This wasn't, you're not even trying to bring this out to like, I was make about to say, so like, like even better. that wasn't like, a, not at like, all, a yeah. come to, oh. like, you know, yeah. I'm coming clean. So this that was girl, like, again, everyone was like, you just, wow. you look so dumb right now. No, I was about to say, <laughs> so like, now you, she's completely you offline. You doubled down into like yeah. being awful. Yeah. Oh. oh um, so and then he posted a video of him like reacting to it. Um, <sighs> Okay. And, and like talking about talking like, to other happening. fans okay. and then that's how a lot more people started saying their experiences yeah so the group chat i'm gonna just want to say this it's called the weenies <laughs> colini's like, weenies. weenies which is like <laughs> disgusting Insane. but we keep so like weird. in the just no the, foresight the podcast that thomas and i both listened to or watched mm. is the h3 podcast with ethan ethan klein or whatever mm. and great breakdown you should watch that if you're it's three hours long let me just tell you but i w- listened to it like while driving yeah they sent me the link and i was like <laughs> I ain't reading all the that. The girl goes Sorry. into depth, and they talk a lot more in depth about like inappropriate things and stuff. But it's a really good breakdown, and obviously Ethan does a really good job of protecting the minors and not showing anybody's faces. Mm-hmm. That good. It's not and not showing anything that isn't already public, you know. Okay. But the girl that made that PowerPoint is a super fan, and she was coming forward and talking about her experience with this and putting together. All of the evidence that has come forward so far. No one who's come forward is still a minor at this point, right? Like they're all. I think so. Because some of them were 13 not that long ago. Oh. Well, because I was going to say, if you said, oh. Well, when did a lot of this happen? Her height was in like 2011-ish. Okay. This probably started happening around like 2018-ish. Well, I feel like if you're a minor in like, well, I guess it depends on how much of a minor you are. But I feel like if it was happening in like 2012 or like 13. I think everybody that is coming forward now is Is of age. Of age. Probably. Not that that really changed anything. I was just curious. If not of age very close yeah. okay they're all 17 18 or like early. young adults still yes. okay okay still babies but yes um so basically this is all before her apology video too mm-hmm. oh my god just basically i think so many people like from the weenies group chats and people who were in cahoots with like Corey and colleen and even trent mm-hmm. are all coming forward and being like this whole thing really sucks and also like here's screenshots of like Colleen asking people in the group chat if they're a virgin. Oh, asking God. people what's their favorite position. Mm-hmm. Ew. Telling people girl. they took like a group photo or something with like mm-hmm. tampons in their mouth as a inside, oh, inside joke. joke. And one of them, Adam, wasn't yeah. there. And she made him go to the store and like buy tampons and take a picture of it so that he could be edited into the group yeah. photo. Mm-hmm. And it's like an inside joke, but super, super inappropriate so weird. and weird and yeah. disgusting. So basically everybody's been coming forward. And also the other thing about Colleen, which I think is so weird, is that as much as she did have the group chat that she was texting in and messaging, there's like 24 people in the group chat, by the way. It was mm-hmm. Colleen, her sister, and then like 24 minors that mm-hmm. they were talking with. And they were talking all the time. She also, like we said, were texting people on the side, like individually. And she would send the weirdest mm-hmm. stuff. What like there the are heck? screenshots of, um, it is kind of like a meme of like you know trisha paytas like how she's known for being like a porn star and like having nudes everywhere like i feel like you don't even ask to see and you somehow end up seeing trisha's boobs (laughs) but colleen would send like nudes of trisha paytas to these kids and joke around and be like 
haha, new picture of you just saw this or yeah. something. Oh. Which is breaking federal law. Yeah. Oh I just found God. out yesterday that uh-huh. sending unsolicited inappropriate pictures mm-hmm. to minors is breaking federal law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe she goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, good. honestly... She could go to jail. Her assistant thing, could go to jail. He did like, something so very, many, very similar. And we'll, we'll talk about the apology like mm-hmm. video like right after this. I'd love to talk about that, yeah. too. But also, just like... This whole thing, like, I feel like Thomas and I have been friends, like... Yeah, I'm trying to consolidate all of this into, like, uh, you know, a tiny portion of this podcast, but it's years of, like, oh, my God, all of this yeah. is... Yeah. Like, and when also people... Okay, well, I just want to say how I feel. Well, not about this, but right. I just want to say... It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think that I obviously am not a fan anymore. Like, right. I... All that's coming forward has obviously made me understand that she's not a good person. Yeah. And I hope she does get the, rep- like, yeah. repercussions. Yeah. I hope she does... If she doesn't go to jail, I hope something bad happens because this is not okay. Yeah. Um, and it's also like it's really disappointing. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like this whole thing is so sad and I hope everything does come to light and there's justice. But also like what a sad way to find out that somebody that you have I was liked say for like a long like, time. You guys were like big fans. Someone like, who yeah. does really talk a lot about mental illness, someone who does talk a lot about body positivity, someone mm-hmm. who does sort of fight for the misfits, the like theater community. It's very like, oh, you're was this all a front for money? Was this all just for attention? Because people thing. are saying she's... that the biggest like sort of common denominator is like narcissism. It's like you're doing this for yourself. That's you know? what I think yeah. too. It mm. all comes back um, to her being a narcissistic person who is a theater person who just wants spotlight, mm-hmm. who just wants yeah. to. She's the mean mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The other Ugh. thing I wanted to say is that Ethan compared this to the Shane Dawson cancellation, saying that like this is either on the same level or worse because shane dawson got canceled for his content and what he was like putting out into the world and like the bad stuff that he was saying but colleen is getting canceled for stuff that she was saying directly to her fans for the stuff that she was sending privately to her minor fans yeah so this is a lot it's just, that's worse. so much more targeted and like specific and Shane i feel Dawson like got completely canceled he's yeah. not on the internet i think his husband still posts but like i haven't obviously haven't kept up with him in Me years neither, yeah. and i haven't heard anything about him in a really really long time yeah so the fact that the this is, is like never... worse than that yeah like colleen she's gonna like disappear this right like she bad. has to like this be is done. Bad. she doesn't want to she's still touring <laughs> i know but like she'd keep something... going if she could well, of course she doesn't want to go but we just can't we will yeah. see what happens but i mean her apology video she was like lol oh, yeah let's talk about the apology video that Thomas? wasn't an apology here's the thing i um did not watch it because i think i like saw the video and i clicked on it and i immediately closed it because i was like i can't do this yeah. and then i saw someone had like transcribed it and written it down so i read it and i was just like i'm so glad i didn't watch this because i don't think i could watch someone say these things set to a freaking ukulele and stretch it out to 10 minutes so that she can monetize it no that part someone posted the clip of it where it was like she did not know that like like eight minutes something and then she like goes and she like goes to turn it off and then she's like yeah actually and she like goes back to her little keeps going and i was like oh it has to be 10 minutes long to be monetized wrong with you there's something wrong with you and the whole time it was like it wasn't an apology she was like oh my god everybody hates me everyone wants to gossip about me you're all just haters um i'm not a groomer i just am stupid and like i was uncool and i didn't know how to talk to people it's and i was like um that's actually also both of those things can be true. You can be <laughs> stupid and not know how to talk to people and be super inappropriate mm-hmm. and also be a groomer because you yeah. are doing some really messed up stuff. Dude, yeah. don't cancel each other out. No, like, I'm sorry. You can't. 
My, your defense is that you just didn't know any better. Yeah. I don't know I about that. I also haven't watched the video. Like, I've seen clips of it I've on Twitter and stuff. It and it's so horrifying. But also, horrifying. at this point, I like, like, this maybe is petty, but like, I don't want to give her a review. I don't want to give no, her a review. No, I don't want to give her a review. But I have seen it three times. <laughs> <laughs> so you watched it for all three of us. Yeah, <laughs> I really have. Yeah, you, I got yeah, I don't want to anyway. see because also, like, I'll just see no, clips I mean, of her, like, blinking funny. at the camera. It's not and I'm just good, but it's so ridiculous and it's so insane and out of what I thought was going to happen. It's really those, like, this wasn't in my bingo card for No, yeah, or like, this is the worst timeline. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is actually yeah. insane. So she Some... posted so, yeah, an apology video that was 10 minutes long in order to be monetized. Yeah. And the video is basically her singing a ukulele song and talking about so how weird. everybody's wrong. A well-rehearsed original song. <laughs> everybody wants to Sick. talk about her. She didn't do anything wrong. She's not a groomer. She's just a loser. Ew. And everyone just toxic and gossiping. Oh, <laughs> oh the God. worst, worst apology video video i've ever seen imagine the worst thing you could say when you're like accused of grooming yeah. and being a predator and then, and then singing put a song it to, about it yeah and then and then sing it yeah. like imagine literally so breaking gross. federal law sending nudes to minors many many minors coming forward and talking about how they were inappropriately interacted with and you being like mm, i'm gonna sing about I'm this and then like i i remember seeing someone said that like in the video she says like my team told me not to do this i'm like you should have mm-hmm. listened yeah. actually there's a reason they're your team i don't know that's just so weird and a lot of companies also like because trisha and colleen just came out with a podcast which mm. also sucks because thomas and i were fans i podcast. thought it was a good it interesting was a good conversation podcast. and Ooh. not that i'm like i also i don't want to talk about trisha okay <laughs> i don't know how i feel I, whatever trisha came forward and said that she does not stand with colleen she stands with the victims and thomas was also okay. saying like you know it's bad if Trisha Paytas mm-hmm. comes yeah. forward and says I that. also don't really know anything about it. Here's the thing. I was never in, like, the whole YouTube community of, like... Because, like, now I'm finding out, like, oh, all these people were friends and they're all bad people. And I'm like, I don't know who these people oh, are. Yeah. Or, like, I've heard their names and seen their faces, but I've never consumed any I of their I wish content. Grace was here because she's my Wendy Williams. Yeah. Like, we have that same, like, oh, when there's gossip about a celebrity no, and then starts getting the intertwined. I, I am very morbidly curious about all <laughs> the of this. Drama, but I, just, I, was, I, don't, I don't have the, the history. Layers. I don't yeah. have the history of, like, being involved Like, it. interesting yeah. for us because we both know her, but mm-hmm. Grace yeah. is intertwined and up to date with everything pop mm-hmm, culture mm-hmm, yeah like every little thing that's what i strive to be like yeah i need to have like a good day with grace where she updates me on everything pop culture and also we go shopping yeah, yeah. i need to go shopping fun. with grace yeah too. we talked about it yesterday yeah like bring a whiteboard and draw it all perfect 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 yeah Shout yesterday out to we were grace talking about how she's an extreme sport mm-hmm. yeah extreme sport shopper yeah um okay i think that's the majority of the colleen stuff yeah basically okay. just more people are coming forward brands are dropping her and coming forward and talking about how they like have, yeah, don't good. have any more contact good. and they're people also might go to jail. like yeah um also people are saying that it's bad if the companies come forward and tell people why like they dropped you mm-hmm. like they're not being like silently like oh we mm-hmm. don't talk to Colleen they're coming yeah. forward and being like we messed up uh, we don't said, stand with Colleen yeah because they silently drop people all the time but if they're making yeah, a statement making about a statement why about yeah. it. that is big that's big that actually makes me um, think of something i want to bring up so um okay i was are you, wait, no, are you, you keep going the you subject, keep going or? um yeah okay but, so, so you keep going yeah thought. you finish um basically i'm excited to see what happens i mm-hmm. honestly can't wait for the next yeah can't wait for the next update thomas <laughs> and i will be deep into it yeah. i'll be waiting for you guys to text me and yeah. let me know well, what's going on um <laughs> the other thing i wanted to say is my final thoughts on it um i think that Colleen for sure messed up. I also think she is a narcissist. I think mm-hmm. everything that she did in talking to these kids online, 
the whole thing was literally for attention. Yeah. Not like uh, I, that does not dismiss anything. Like I'm not saying that she didn't know what she was doing. She just wanted attention. I think that she should be held accountable for absolutely. everything. But also I think she literally like something mentally yeah, is wrong. With not her. right. And that's why something... also it makes sense why her whole like address of it was just Terrible. people are lying about me yeah. like there's no sympathy th- there no. there's no remorse no she's turning it into a joke and not coming forward also adam said publicly like if colleen would have apologized to him privately and his parents like talk like privately and publicly just mm-hmm. said sorry he would have never brought it up again but she refuses yeah she refuses to own up to anything i, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah i just feel like i'm i <clears throat> truly have changed my entire view of her and my closing hope everything gets justice with that too is just that this is a big i don't think it's just gossip either because i think it's also like oh this is the first time that we're seeing like young young kids that were you know putting their everything into these parasocial relationships with celebrities and youtubers Mm -hmm. we're seeing them grow up for the first time almost and seeing how that affects like Mm -hmm. young people's minds and stuff well especially so this is going to be ongoing you know and not just like in a predatory way with colleen but it's going to be a lot of like oh kids interacting with celebrities yeah i was gonna say like also like the aspect of like not even just the fact that they're like they have this parasocial idol relationship but also the fact that it was actively harming them because yes. this person was a predator. Yes, and the only people looking out for them were kind of each other, which is kind of like yeah. sad. And yeah. it's it's a it's almost a lesson in like technology that we still have to yeah. go through. And this yeah. is one well, and also, step. Like you this said, is there early... is going to be other people coming forward or other Absolutely. celebrities that messed up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but and this will be a learning process for a while, maybe for a lot of celebrities that fucked up mm-hmm. in the past. <laughs> yeah, so it's or gonna be... ho- hopefully most celebrities don't do this. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they don't. Um, but also, you're right. It is interesting. But this is a little bit of an evolution, I think. I know. I agree. Okay. I think I feel good about. Mm-hmm. I think we yeah, talked through a lot of what happened. Promise and I could do our own podcast. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just talking about You guys about can have this. a special episode yeah. for sure. Um, oh my gosh. But definitely comment or like send us DMs. Please let us know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thomas and I will respond to you. And we just want to chat about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> also, as much as we tried to do like a good overview of it, there's a lot mm-hmm. of little things. There are a lot of people involved yeah there's still 20 other plot lines that we there's haven't brought up there's a <laughs> lot of adults there's things being sent in the mail there's money not getting yeah. paid there's a lot of issues with her show on Netflix her mobilizing her fans to talk shit about her ex-husband but oh. like whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> her like potentially cheating on her first husband yeah. there's so many things and that's the bulk of what's going on but there's a lot so please, please, please tell us. Please yeah. talk to us about this. If you even have like Crazy. half a second or like an inkling of interest in this, <laughs> talk to me. Or call me. <laughs> yeah. Call our hotline. No. <laughs> okay. Faith, do you remember okay. what you're I do actually. I do remember. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I actually have two things I want to talk mm-hmm. about, but they're both very different. Um, but the first one is when you were saying when you were talking about brands dropping her and like coming out and like making statements, it mm-hmm. made me think of um the Dylan Mulvaney and Bud Light mm, yes, situation yes, yes, yes. because I saw Dylan Mulvaney made a video talking oh. about her experience with them and it was just I heard about that terrible like I watched the video and um so yeah Dylan Mulvaney is the um trans influencer and she was like she had really really big on TikTok really big on TikTok mm-hmm. and Bud Light like she partnered with them they sent her like one can with her face on it and that absolutely broke people and they were like boycotting Bud Light sending her threats, sending Bud Light threats, all kinds of just terrible transphobic Mm. violence and vitriol. Um, But something that she said that actually I thought was so horrifying 
like in addition to all the other hate and like violence she was experiencing mm-hmm. was that Bud Light did not reach out to her. They did not reach out to her. They did not make any statements. They didn't like come and check in with her. And like she was afraid to leave her house, like do yeah. anything because she's this target for like just all kinds of violence. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, just existing as a trans woman, but then yeah. also now being so publicly recognizable and like just in the face of obviously a beer company, which is traditionally a white know, man's a white man's drink of choice. choice yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> like to have them make such a statement with that collaboration and then completely hang her out to dry and mm. not stand behind that choice, mm-hmm. I think is so sick. Disgusting. And someone, I think I saw someone tweet and say like, well, they made him an enemy of both sides. At yeah, this point. It's like, okay, all the conservatives are mad because this trans woman is like on a can of Bud Light. Mm-hmm. And also they did not support her yeah. whatsoever after that. And I thought after that was so sick because they something else that any, type of any effort at all. And like the other thing too is that she said how it was literally just a sponsored video on her TikTok. It was one can that they sent her. She made one single TikTok video. It wasn't a commercial. It wasn't um, like anything official. Like they didn't post anything about it. It was her just video on her TikTok. And it absolutely blew up. And to have them do that and then, yeah, once again, just not stand behind that choice and like stick to it. But then also capitalize off of it. Like, have you seen, like, they had their little trucks at Pride and, like, you know, like, they completely capitalized off (sighs) of being this LGBTQ friendly and, like, supportive company. Mm -hmm. Did not support their, like, partner in this. But now she's got everyone's name in her mouth. So, I mean, in their mouth. So she could probably, I hope she does bigger I hope things. she does I think too she but has, also like, I think she has I more mean, power and I'm sorry that she had a lot of like shitty stuff that she had to go through but I think she has it in her to keep it going I think she does too but the thing just like watching it was so like just so disappointing to watch her video because you could tell she just she said like she had felt so lonely and mm-hmm. so afraid because she got no support after that and so much hate and so like I really do hope that she you know keeps going and yeah. like you know but I can also see that like that would absolutely turn me off. Yeah, that take that being in any kind of public space mm-hmm. after that, just because that could turn you into a whole another person. Yeah, that and so I, I do that hope does. that she keeps going because I really love her content and That's I think yeah. she's I wonderful. Say, but I just think like, that that is such a horrific thing to experience and to have no support. Like, mm-hmm. and if yeah. you don't know who Dylan is, like obviously Faith explained who she is, but also just generally Dylan's content and her videos it's are so sweet. She's like so genuine and sweet and she shares like the sweetest parts of herself and you know shares a lot online that yeah she doesn't need to and she does it in a very like nice and informing and kind way so it's it's also so sweet she's not just like a random influencer who's trying to make money she's like Mm. yeah sharing her journey yeah i feel like she's kind of like like lifestyle like you know yeah, outfit I also just of the like, day she's just sweet like she's well that's just, what like, i mean i just feel girl. like it's just such a wholesome sweet content I that know. she puts out and then she just happened to have this collaboration that just i know it makes me so sad i know that's why it was so terrible so I, that's why i just yeah. wanted to bring that up because like you said like brands dropping calling yeah, and saying I, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay we don't want to talk with this predator but then like making an effort to reach out to this trans like creator mm-hmm. who yeah once again like i don't think she was doing like huge amounts of brand deals or collaborations or anything it's not like that was her content yeah exactly and so to have them reach out and her to take that and then just have that completely backfire i think it's just it's just so sad to see and like 
not that anyone does, but she really didn't deserve that. And it just, it wasn't even her niche in TikTok originally because she just made such you know beautiful uplifting content to begin yeah, with yeah. and then just chose to do this partnership and like had that completely uh-huh. blow and up. i didn't I watch so the terrible. whole video but i watched like mm-hmm. a minute or two and then i think like my brain like <laughs> i don't have a long attention span <laughs> but she started the video by saying like i like beer yeah <laughs> like, it's really not she's that like serious. hey i don't know what to tell you yeah, like <laughs> no like people people <sighs> like beer and so do i yeah. people are so dumb like mm-hmm. i'm like beer's good yeah why like why are people not allowed to like Bud Light? Also, like, there's like, other you, beer. Like, have, and also, I don't like, know why you're so if you're mad about a Bud Light. White man, wouldn't you be happy that like Bud Light's like doing big things too? Like, <laughs> sure. I don't know. Honestly, like, people get so mad about the stupidest things. Like, I know you're mad that this trans woman is drinking the same beer as you. No, I, I don't. Are get you it. being serious? No, I'm like you. People are sick. Like, and like twisted. Colleen's over here talking to minors, and you're worried about a beer. <laughs> oh my god, you're worried yeah. about a beer in no. Dylan's hand. Yeah, it was so oh insane. Also, like that whole thing with like not to get too crazy with it but like that whole talking point that you know trans people are groomers and like there's a whole like protecting no, children and drag and i'm like oh oh okay mm. can you name one no, single this, trans person no because this straight ever has, white woman is the no problem. like can can you name a single one that has had any kind of like like in this way very public exposure of grooming children mm-hmm. and being violent and causing harm to children can you name one Ugh. one trans person of note that has ever done that people are so stupid i don't know i just think it's so sick thank you for bringing that up though that is another good thank like you. pop culture talking it's been point it's been sitting did. with me yeah because yeah. every time i see her i'm just like oh i really just hope only the best for you me too because you deserve it and like she's somebody uh, who like yeah. if they stepped off the internet or something like it would be sad but also like the internet hopefully- would be a worse place without her. But would also, place, like, but also, like she if that's peace. what you need to do, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I saying. would miss you so much, but also if that's what you need to do, you should do it. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm, my point. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, that's somebody who I can see. Yeah. Would need to I would say go with peace, please. <laughs> yeah, peace. absolutely. Um, did you have, do you remember I did, the I have, other time? I do. Faith, I'm so proud of you. Thank uh, you. If you guys don't know Faith, she, <laughs> she often says she I has, can decide, I have goldfish gold, brain. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what that's what I have. It's true. Um, but she's done I just, really well today. But I've done really well today, <laughs> especially just because those were two things, this, what I just spoke about with Dylan Mulvaney and this next thing I'm going to bring up, both of them have just been heavy in my brain. Yeah. Um, and so I, I can't stop talking about it actually. <laughs> um, but here was this, this last thing. So last week, um, Thomas and me and Pia actually went to go see Past Lives. <laughs> well, first we saw Elemental. The okay, Disney let's Pixar let's go movie. through our day. Let's go through yeah. our day. Um, we decided we wanted to go see a movie. Yeah, and we found cheap, cheap, huh? Cheap, 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 cheap tickets. And so we went to go see Elemental first, and it was a lovely movie. It was a beautiful movie. movie. About, I really loved it. You know, basically an immigrating family into. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see that movie. It's really good. We it's should good. we should go again. I would yeah? see it again. Yeah, okay. I really think it was good. I think it was really done dirty and did not get enough um, advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, for such a sweet story. Was, for such a sweet story, I really thought it was, it was a, good. It was truly the first love story in a while from Disney that I really had that like magical connection. Yeah, yeah. but um. We then saw Past Lives, which is also about an immigrating yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> you see it's it was also, the same day? Yeah. Yes. That's Without trying so to. so funny. No, it was just an accident because we hung out for a while. We watched the movie. We hung out for a while. And then we went home. And then Pia texted us at like 8 or 9 or something. Mm-hmm. And was like, do you guys want to go see Past Lives? Because I really want to go see it. And we were like, 
yeah, okay. Basically, <laughs> like, uh, and, well, because I was unsure because, well, first of all, I had to work the next day and it was like going to be a late showing. So I was like, I don't know. But then also, I had seen some ads and trailers about it and I was like, oh, I bet this is going to be really yeah. sad. Like, yeah. it's going to be a crazy movie. But I was interested. And so I did want to see it. So I was like, yeah, let's go see it. Um, oh my God. I was distraught by the end <laughs> of that movie. I have to say this it was so stunning. Beautiful movie. I think it was beautifully written the soundtrack was gorgeous the way it was shot was gorgeous beautiful like single shot scenes that i thought were so yeah, i love that great to watch i know i loved it so it was a really really beautiful movie i don't think i can ever see it again and i don't <laughs> think i can ever recommend it to anyone because I it's just have to crushing. assume i have to assume that other people in that theater were crying but i could only hear faith crying <laughs> <laughs> i have no. to assume because it was such a sad Here's movie all I heard yeah. was face. <laughs> <laughs> well, because even in that moment, I was like, I have never cried like that at a movie ever. Really? Like, I have cried at movies before. The thing is, I... But usually I'm just not like going to say I'm not a cryer. Yeah, I was like, yeah, sometimes a, a tear will come. I like, shed a tear during the movie. I think I'm not a big crier at movies. Like, I do get emotional. I do feel, like, sad. But mm-hmm. I just... I don't know. It's not always a tear I'm a jerker. Crier. Yeah. Um, Me and this my one, old roommate, I Megan. Cried. <laughs> cried. We watched The Summer I Turned Pretty. And you cried? The last episode... <laughs> Megan and I Sobbed. were bawling. Oh my god! And at the time, it was just both of our boyfriends were sitting there with us, and they were like, "What the?" What? Yeah. <laughs> and Megan and I were looking at each other like, <laughs> "Well, that was that, no, that's, that was literally me." <laughs> because oh my god, it was just it was such a beautiful movie, but. I do remember at the end of the movie that, like, I could hear other people crying. And, like, mm. I saw, like, I don't know if they were a couple or just, like, knew each other. But, like, two in people, like, in the, like were hugging each other. Like, at the oh. end of it, I was like, okay, I'm oh, so yeah. glad we're all absolutely oh, yeah. miserable at this point. Sure. Because yeah. it was just crazy. Yeah, we're tearing up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I was completely inconsolable. Because I- it was so beautiful. But there were multiple moments, just multiple, like, single lines. Like, the writing was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and there were just multiple lines in it that I was just, like why would you say that because i can't stop thinking and about it wouldn't so recommend good it i feel like i want to see it now. no i wouldn't recommend I it no one watch it. it unless you wanted to what, destroy your life here's what here's what thomas said after we watched it yeah. he said i think you texted your or your friend texted yeah. you or something and <laughs> i think he said and it was someone who's also very sensitive so i was like yeah well you like, said you i wouldn't recommend this movie to anyone who has cried in their life and is still capable <laughs> of yeah. it anyone who has and is capable of crying of crying Wow. Um, but here's the thing, Rose. I do think you should see it because it's really beautiful, and I also want to be able to talk about it with you. Also, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, but you won't see it with me. But well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would go see it again. Part of me is like, I think I can't go see it again because I was literally in a funk for like days <laughs> That's after. What I told Austin, but, but you need the closure. So, I, think. I think I need the closure. I think I need because also we were <laughs> Thomas and I were talking about it yesterday. I think I blacked out some of that movie yeah, because I literally. just couldn't handle it. I was but like, it was I can't so remember because it was too sad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna share. Well, if you want to go see it, I'm not gonna share spoilers. No, no, no. no. No, don't share spoilers, but I don't even know what it's about. Oh, well, then let like, me tell do you. An okay, okay, let me do an overview for you. Um, so basically, it's about this movie. Um, it's about this movie. It is a movie about um, basically these two childhood sweethearts. And so they grew up, um, they're in Korea um, and they grow up, their childhood sweethearts are good friends. And then when they're 12 years old, her family immigrates to, I think it was in Canada. I don't yeah. know if it was America because they were Canada. in Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so they emigrate away. And so that is like there's basically like three acts of the movie and so that's the first act is like their childhood together um and then she moves away and immigrates and they lose contact they lose touch and then 12 years later they connect on facebook and so he's still in korea and she is now in new york at that point i believe she's in new york um and she wants to be a writer um and so she is in new york 
and they like video call all the time and they get really close and it's beautiful again they reconnect and then um like once again life kind of gets in the way and they lose contact again and then they reconnect again another 12 years mm-hmm. later wow um, and because I think in that so middle like section, 12, 24 and then 36. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. In that middle section, they're basically like, he's like, I like living in Korea and she wants to be in New York. Yeah. And they, wow. So they're both just not yeah. in, you know, the right place or the right time. There's a language barrier. They're, and are they both? Well, not between like, them. She she says her Korean's not too strong, and he says that her English. Oh, he says that his oh. English is that oh, strong. Oh, well, that's true. Well, I think they she can. Said, they can. They joke around they, yeah. that like she said like she only speaks Korean with mm-hmm. her mom and him now mm-hmm. at this point because she's been in America for so long. And I think but he even tells her that her Korean. He does rusty. say that it's rusty, but I think um, maybe you're right. But I think also I, I felt like that like, wasn't as big of a for sure. Are they both of a like, barrier? Korean, yes. Actresses? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think. Another thing that I like heard about after that I thought was crazy is that Celine Song, the director. First of all, Pia told told us that this was Celine Song's first movie, which is insane <laughs> because it was flawless. It was such so a good, good movie. Um, but another thing is that this was like her experience. Like she had a childhood sweetheart who like she reconnected with after years, and I was like, "You're kidding me!" Oh like I'm sick gosh. to my stomach thinking that this was like a real experience that anyone had. Yeah. Um. But here's the big thing that why it's past lives. I'm gonna tell you this without spoiling anything. But basically, like, it's this like there's a Korean word for like you're together with someone like past lives that you've had past lives and that everyone that you meet you've had some kind of layer of a past life together mm-hmm. and like you're reconnecting basically. Um, and so throughout the movie, they talk about that idea of like past lives and like how you connect with people and like how your past lives and future lives like inform like your relationships in this life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super beautiful, but like there's, Oh my God. They're just, every time they bring that up, I'm like sick. I like, wow. it's just so Maybe I'll take good. Austin to go see it. We'll be screaming. No, crying. I don't think you should go with him. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, she is American. <laughs> Her parents were Korean. Yeah. Immigrants. She's Korean American. Um, yeah. And he was born in Germany, but he yes. is I saw South a, Korean. I was going to say, I saw the actress, actresses. The actor okay. is born yeah. in Germany, but the he main, was also Korean. The lead girl is Korean American and okay. the lead guy is German Korean. German, South Korean. German, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, because I remember seeing a video. A German South Korean uh, actor. Yeah. Um, I saw a clip of him talking. He was saying like, oh, like I really identified with this character because like, even though, you know, I didn't grow up in Korea, like I had like this sense of like loneliness or like disconnection, like yeah, being yeah. an immigrant and like. He spoke about his, his experience with that, too, that I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and is the movie, like, in Korean and English? And there's, mm-hmm. like, subtitles? Yes. And, oh, wow. Yeah, it's both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, which I thought was good, too. Because yeah. you know what I was thinking about, too, is that I wonder how, like, the interpretation might be different if you're watching, like, from, like, a Korean-speaking, like, background. Oh, is the director Korean? Yeah. yeah. And she's, she's, still she's also Korean From Korea? Sure. Like, she... So the movie was written in Korean and translated to English. No, no, it's, it's not. Korean okay, that was my and question. English. It's both. Okay, it's and that's both. the language well, but that's it originated why... in. What do you mean? Like I'm saying, you, when you guys saw it, yes, obviously it was English and Korean because we're in America and you show in English movies here. Was the movie written yes. in Korean? The movie was written in both Korean and English because there are there's dialogue in English and in Korean. Mean, I think it was it's translated written... to a different language. It was not translated. What, you know, what, are, you what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? 
The movie said, is in Korean and in English, and it was, was written that way. What was the original statement? The original statement was, I wonder how the movie shifts. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were still asking questions. I would like to go back to what I was going to say. Yeah, so what um, were you saying? Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying that I think it would be interesting to see it in a perspective from, like, Korean being your first language and, like, watching it from that perspective because I feel like okay. it would change, like, how you view the relationships and, like... See, well, maybe I feel it, like it would be but... the same if it was written in Korean and English. Yeah, that's well, what yeah, I'm thinking, but... too, because it is written from a... I think the main perspective is a Korean-American immigrant Yes, yeah. it is. Well, I, I will say that that's true. I just think that, like, something that I think about watching, like, foreign language movies, because I only speak English, obviously, mm-hmm. so, like, I don't like have the nuance to like I don't understand other languages but I feel like so much in like when I watch movies like with English dialogue so much of it is in the delivery and in the words okay that like you know meanings can change just by how you hit this one word okay and so I feel like it'd be really interesting to like understand Korean and understand even though we have the subtitles so like we know what they're saying I feel like there is a level of nuance that is lost from not speaking that language, no, yeah, you know? I see so what I you feel mean. like if you're someone who speaks English and Korean, I wonder how that would change. And if you're someone who only speaks Korean to watch it and mm-hmm. like have to have the English parts in like subtitles yeah, for yeah. you. Like I feel like that would just like okay, maybe well, it would that's fair. I don't think it would be completely like changing the movie or anything, but I do think it would kind of offer I, a different perspective. I do I I've seen like. a lot of movies in English and Spanish with mm-hmm. both subtitles mm-hmm. and right now i'm watching drag race mexico yes and i will say that there is a lot of a habit of like the translation not being yes not the being same perfect, right? yeah not the same you all know the time what? there's this but line. that's crazy to me though because i feel like if anything there's there's the idea to me that like i might understand her point of view because my parents are immigrants but mm-hmm. like you guys would your perspective make more sense with him because he stayed where he was born yeah. or would oh. it be with her because she's in America. In America yeah. Like, that's, that's a fun little dynamic. No, I think that's fun. Like, I think that's another thing that I loved about it is that it's something that, um, it's a great job of showing different like life experiences mm-hmm. and still making it so relatable. Like I feel like sometimes in movies, um, it can be, Hmm. How do I how do I even say what I'm trying to think right now? I feel like it's really important to have experiences be specific to like different kinds of people. Obviously, I think reputa- representation is very important, mm-hmm. especially because you can find common ground with literally anyone. Mm-hmm. I really believe that like, you can yeah. find that. And so even though I have n- probably no life experience in common with his character of this, you know, very traditional Korean man living in Korea growing mm-hmm. up this whole time there was still things in common that like, I felt like, wow, I know exactly what that feels like, or yeah. I've had that exact experience. And so I think that something was really good about it is that they didn't hold back from saying like, they didn't, you know, there was no like editing or ad- adaptation to say like, let's make this palatable to like a white American audience. Yeah. It was yeah. like, this is the movie that it is and you are going to connect with yeah. it and be destroyed by it. It's no just, matter where yeah. you come it's from. So important. I if you don't, really even if you don't know what it's like to be South Korean, you know what it's exactly. like to be lonely. There it is. Mm-hmm. There's something. Yeah. It's like you may not know this exact experience, but you can take something from it that you've also experienced. Wow. I and actually, like, I really want to see it now. I it's think good. you really should. And also, I think everyone should see it. Just bring some tissues with you. And I think no uh, one should see it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, also, uh, smash that dislike button. <laughs> <laughs> well, something that we were saying like about the translation thing. Um, uh, I don't know where the quote comes from. I'm gonna have to look it up. But there's a quote that goes, "Any act of translation is a betrayal," mm-hmm. which I think is so interesting because it's true. Like you're just not gonna get the same yeah. thing out of it when it's translate when it's translated which to a different so crazy language. To it's think just about. so crazy, right? All the different like dialects and languages and the way that things are said and described so, and the order that they're yeah. said and what's respectable in one country that's not respectable in the other. You know, yeah. like... Well, I was also just thinking insane. about, like... Because I've, I've, 
you know, studied on the surface, like multiple languages, just Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know, very basically. And when I think often about like one day, like even attempting to become fluent, it's so different because the way that I would try to speak in one language may not translate into another language because Mm -hmm. like, like I studied Japanese when I, you know, obviously went to Japan and Japanese is such a high context language. Like so many words are, are just omitted that something that you would say in English in 10 words, you would say in Japanese in three, just because so much of it is like understood between speakers because Mm -hmm. you don't have to say like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to say the word you, you don't have to say the word like going there. Like you, Mm-hmm. just say you cut you kind of cut straight to the mm-hmm. matter and so i think like i was thinking about it the other day and i was like maybe i'd be super chatty in japanese because i'm trying to add in all these words <laughs> that i would say in english that just don't matter that's in japanese yeah. or just don't translate so i feel like that's, that's just of, super interesting yeah that's what a lot of pe- like p- hearing people have trouble with when they're learning sign language is that mm. so many things are not said like you don't say yeah. i'm doing this or no, you're yeah. doing this or they're doing you just say like going this. library yeah. i think you know exactly think, and they forget it's the same in English. Because when I hear people speak Spanish that aren't native speakers, mm-hmm. I think they also try to just... Just feel a little off. It just mm-hmm. feels off because you're trying to say the sentence you would as written, but you don't yes. say the sentence as written in English either. Yeah, I was going to say, like, so also, think, like, yeah, that sure idea that, that of, like... makes sense. Yeah, speaking, like, you know, you know textbook language mm-hmm. is, like, super interesting because you can teach someone from a book, and that is valuable, and, like, definitely it's important. But the way to really learn it is to like be immersed mm-hmm. in exactly. it and like that's what um, understand because so much of what we say because another thing too is like pronunciation like in other languages oh, yeah. like pronunciation is obviously really important and like listening to other words it's important to like know how to say what you're trying to say because mm-hmm. I think about it and I'm like if I was gonna tell someone how to pronounce you know like a word in English I would probably say like if I was teaching someone I would tell them the right way to say it but then if i'm speaking like if i was going to say like oh you say i don't know Mm -hmm. but if i'm going to tell you i don't know like like, how do you translate that like oh like if i'm trying to tell someone who doesn't speak like yeah in english we just make a noise and and the thing is even that is kind of like a universal concept because like plenty of times like if you see someone talking on the phone in another language and they go "Mm, it's not about like it's not the word it's it's about the tone communicating your thought it's your intent universal concept that is, is different hard to learn mm-hmm. unless you've been immersed in it yeah and, and i think that's true for every language it's and so I true think that it's <laughs> difficult when you're learning a language and trying to be immersed but like everybody obviously has their little yeah and-, and there's nuance in every mm-hmm. language something that i think is so fun is learning like filler words in different languages mm-hmm. or like how they say um or like things like that because it's, it's yeah. just so universal like it's so human to just like throw in stuff like yeah. i just think that's so have interesting word. have a thinking word and it's so fun to like hear what other languages say mm-hmm. like we say um right and that feels so natural and like in japanese there's like ano and like eto and like those are like um and it's like ooh, it's like two in syllables Spanish, instead Thomas? of one like um <laughs> there you go there's a lot of e's uh, okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But i feel like, like and yeah no e is and like Oh, yeah. You wouldn't drag that out? No. How we go, like, and? You can go, like, e. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would drag out an oh, e. Okay. It and see, that's so awkward. interesting. Yeah, like, that's awkward. what I would, yeah. 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 And so maybe if I was going to, like, learn, like, and be fluent in Spanish, maybe I would because I'm bringing my knowledge of yeah. English to yeah. Spanish, even though it may not yeah. translate. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's so interesting, too, the way and that people bring. And a lot softer than e. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, well, and, like, true. the way that people yeah. bring their own language, like, experiences into like other language that they mm-hmm. speak i think it's so interesting like somebody says um we get plenty of people at where i work like lots of like international 
like tourists mm-hmm. and also just people like local people who you know um english isn't their first language and i remember this one guy came in and actually multiple people have asked for it and they would ask for um like the refrigerator stick and it's they were talking about magnets oh. and i actually thought that was so clever because it is a stick it does stick yeah, to the refrigerator it like, it's, that's exactly what it is and like <laughs> i also blown. like i thought it was so great that like obviously that clicked immediately because it's like you're so right. That is yeah. exactly what so that is. Like, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Like yeah. that like worked. Another time, like I had this couple come in and they were and they were Spanish speakers. And I think I think I just asked if like they wanted a bag and he just said, Oh, see and then he was like, Oh yes. Like he like caught himself. Yeah. And I was like, No, that was universal. Like, <laughs> I, I like don't even worry. You're in Southern California. Yeah, also, <laughs> I am in Southern California, so like don't worry. I I, I did Gl- um, you yeah. know, retain some of my high school Spanish. I know <laughs> what you said. <laughs> yeah. The other comment I wanted to make before we move on from mm-hmm. this subject mm-hmm. is it's really interesting because I've studied the tongue. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was literally my major. Mm-hmm. I majored in tongue. <laughs> oh. <Hey-oh. laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, enough to bring it there. <laughs> but parts of the mouth. Okay, I'll say yeah. that. And how we what's enunciate the, like, anatomy. Oh, what's the like clown horn noise? <laughs> Can you do it? <laughs> um... Like when they squeeze their Yeah, I like when the like the TikTok sound that the Oh (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) Insert clown noise. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Anyway, actually can you try to insert a clown noise? I'll I'll do my best. (laughs) Ready? Insert here. (laughs) No, silence. Ready? One, two, three. Okay. Loved it. (laughs) Oh my god, who let the clown in? Um, but it's interesting what parts of your tongue are strengthened yeah. from mm. saying what like letters and sounds are common in your language. So, so like, the way that like we say, um, mm. or like that's where our tongue naturally sits. It's, it's like mm. relaxed, right? And the sound that you make with um is like, mm, your tongue mm. is literally sitting there. But somebody else's tongue might not naturally <laughs> sit yes. there. Maybe they have a different part of their tongue that's strengthened you know in a different language. language so that's use. why it, not everybody says mm in every language. Yeah. You know what I learned? Says. Some fun fact that I know is that like, English speakers, if English is your first language, your tongue rests actually on the roof of your mouth. Like when you're not speaking, it naturally kind of goes there. Yeah, that, but like how, in Russian, where it is when you say, mm. and mm. in Russian, like they there's is rests on the bottom of their mouth. Isn't that's that so crazy. interesting? Like even something like yeah. that that's so small yeah. is just based Trying on to, like, like force your tongue to rest on the bottom of your mouth. It feels weird. Like, yeah. I'm like, why is there space in mm-hmm. my mouth? Like that's, that's not where our so tongue crazy. is strengthened. Yeah. That's it's not, not where most of our sounds are coming from. That is so fascinating. Another fun one that I about the translation. Um, quote was that in one of the green tea books that I was reading, mm-hmm. I don't know if it originated from that book, but something that that author mentioned was that translation is like looking at a beautiful embroidered brocade from the back. Mm-hmm. Um, like all the colors, all the threads are there, but the image is not the same. And I just, think that's so yeah. fascinating. And it's like, in some ways it's kind of melancholy and bittersweet because like, I am going to get all the information that I need to get, but I'm not necessarily going to get the nuance, like the poetry of this. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much that I'm missing out on because I don't know the language. Yeah. And that's why I think I have a dream of being a polyglot one day because mm-hmm. I would love to know. And even then, like even if I can become fluent in a language, I'm not necessarily going to have mm-hmm. the same understanding because it's not my native language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My so, grandpa was a polyglot. Yeah. Uh, I want to be knew, your grandpa. You know, English, Spanish, French, German, and English, Dutch. Spanish, and nice. French. You also have Her had experience. Her legs were cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh, 
god. No, that's really that's really. He's I so want to cool. be that. Yeah, I want to be that. He's amazing. That's so cool. He's dead, but oh. I was gonna say you also had experience dealing with customers that were deaf, right? That was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you've taken I had, sam- um, sign language. Deaf so customers come in when I was working at my old coffee shop, mm. and they came in during the same semester that I was in a sign language class. So I was like, dude, I mean, now I'm I'm for sure rusty. Yeah. But at that time, my sign language was like a plus oh that's so fun i got an a in the class so there you go so and they came in and like they wrote down their orders Mm -hmm. and they were like missing the size option so like i like finger spelled size and they were really excited that's so fun and then when i asked for like the name i like finger spelled like oh can i get an I didn't finger spell can i get a name yeah (laughs) i just like finger spelled like name yeah and then she finger spelled Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, oh well, I, guess there's I know a sign the for sign. Name. There's a sign for name. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I asked, "What's your name?" I couldn't do that now, <laughs> but back then, I guess that's what I did. Yeah, um, and then they finger spelled it back to me, uh, and it took a done. second, and I was like. Oh, just a no, literally, they're so fast. Like, I also took so sign language in college fast. and I loved it, it was beautiful. Oh, and I, love I thought it was so fascinating because I felt like it was also because it's like American sign language, it is like English. Like the word is close. The thing is, it's not English because the sentence structure is different. The grammar is different. It's a completely different language. But I think like, you know, the sign for like time is like you point at your watch. You know, like there's a lot of stuff that like it's intuitive and it makes sense. And I think it was fun to have like a physical, like physical signs for like words that, you know, I feel like that is something Mm -hmm. that makes it an easier Mm -hmm. thing to grasp from, from your, where you're starting Mm -hmm. in language. Um, and I think, oh, sorry. I almost, I keep cutting you off. No, it's okay. Cause I actually am kind of forgetting what I'm talking about. (laughs) We're going to cut each other off all the time. (laughs) I know it's okay. We're good with it. But I do think that it's so fun to like be able to learn that. And like when I was learning, oh yeah, fingerspelling. Oh my gosh. Like my teacher was a deaf man. And so, yeah, which is good. Like you should learn from a deaf person. Um, and I would have, to, and it was like online, so it was a lot of videos, which was actually really good because even though I didn't have anyone to like practice with, I could watch the videos as many yeah. times as I need to because even just in my 101 class, he would finger spell so fast, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. I know you are no, deaf and you I would miss I, letters. Or I would have to slow it down. He wouldn't like fold his fingers all the way, right? Like if this is like, well, it's also like I think it's very much like speaking like. You it kind is. of grab your words to together. One, yeah. It's very fluid. 100%. Yeah. He does this all the time. He's yeah. not going to like no, uh-huh. it's act not... like I'm a child, right? Yeah. No, yeah. So he like when he did like an N or something instead yeah. of like like this. It's like, kind of, it's this. Not, he would go like this. Yes. And I'd be like, what letter is that? Yeah. No, I can't see your fingers. Yeah. Yeah, because they move their fingers really fast. And yeah. Also, he was like I don't a have bigger that hand guy strength. and yeah. an older man yeah. also. So like his mm. hands just generally aren't going to be different. as flexible yeah. as ah. mine. His his hands and fingers look different than mine. Yeah. That's so I'm interesting. Not used to it. It's like handwriting. You know, it like is. also like I always connect all my letters. And oh, so 100%. sometimes my handwriding is hard to read. And I feel like you it's guys kind of write similar. a lot. Do you guys like get hand cramps? No, I don't think I write enough to get hand cramps. I used cramps. to get hand cramps in school. Oh, I feel like sure. if I write now, like my hand starts to cramp even if I'm not writing that much because oh, I'm like, my hand's just tired because yeah. I don't write that often. I just often. don't write that I much. I write a good often. amount. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say is that that professor and I got along mm-hmm. so well. Like I think oh, I good. get along with most of my professors. There's a yeah. few that like, stupid, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> but most of my professors, like I like and they like me. Mm-hmm. But my sign language professor specifically like he could tell i was a jokester (laughs) in the sign language class that's so fun that that came through even in like another language (laughs) damn that made me feel good (laughs) my funniness uh, 
crosses barriers. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Ends language. You guys, you guys know Modern Family, and so yeah. like Sofia Vergara, her character yeah. is coming, obviously. And I just remember it like something that sticks with me so much is that she was like they had like a dinner party or something, and the other couple was like, "Oh my god, like you're so smart, like you're so funny, like she's funny, Jay." Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Do you know how f- smart I am in Spanish? Yes. Like do you know how hard it is to be funny yes. in a language that is not your first language." And I was like, "Oh my god, you're so right." Like. And that's why I'm like, like maybe I'd be who I was. Like week yeah. two, he yeah. was like, Rose, Rose, get up here. See, yeah. and that's I'm, how I feel like I would be like, imagine, like, I feel like I'm funny in English. Yeah. I don't know if I could be funny or smart or even like intelligible <laughs> in another talk. language. Like, yeah. I don't think I could do it. Like, yeah. it would take me a lot. You know, like, oh my God. Like, I don't think friend- I could be funny in Spanish. <laughs> I think I'm you sure could, you and I think you are. Maybe a little bit, but especially after watching Drag Race Mexico, there's so many like, oh, like oh my god, moments. I didn't know you could do that. Oh my god, sometimes like when I'm watching like yeah, like any show in like another language where they make a joke, and then yeah. something that I think is so fun, but also like whoa, is like sometimes if it's a like some kind of like pun or a language joke, they have to like put an asterisk and explain mm-hmm. the joke because it only makes sense in that language. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's so in crazy. The, in the subtitles for Drag Race Mexico, mm-hmm. they have. A lot of times, if a joke is a reference to something, yeah. the subtitle will be a reference to something American. Yes. So it's a different joke, but it's the oh, same concept. A different joke. It's a different that's... joke, but the same concept. No, the people who translated that oh. need a raise. They had. No, I, yeah. have to say, I think anyone yeah. who's a translator in any capacity, mm-hmm. you are not getting paid. That enough. person deserves. Okay. Oh my god! I have two things to say. Okay. Yeah, Number sure. one is that a big thing in sign language, if mm-hmm. you guys don't know this, is expressions yeah okay, sign language like you are not telling that's your grammar how you're feeling you're showing them yeah. How you feel. yeah so if you're telling them you're sad or you're happy or you're making a joke or whatever body language and yeah. facial expression matters like so, so much that's part of the language that's why people yes. who do the readings for like the super bowl halftime show do you remember that one for rihanna yeah she was oh you have to be someone you that's like willing to commit you're to no, the I was gonna say, I do remember, you remember those you videos of that one sign language interpreter at the concert who was it i don't remember but i know what but talking she's about. like obviously she's very into it and like because it is so much about body mm-hmm. language and expression and so she's obviously into it and he thinks she's like dancing yeah. and he's like kind of partying with her and it's like she is kind of dancing with the music and but it's is, because she's part of the language because, it's, yeah. because you're interpreting a song <sighs> exactly. so that's what I also was going to say is I feel like that's probably a big reason why I was so able stunning. to be funny yeah, yeah. like I can you do are very physical in your comedy expression mm-hmm. yes. I can like make a sign and then like do a stupid face yes. you know no, like I okay. loved like watching the videos in my class too for like when they were talking because obviously expressions were so important too but it's also just like even if I didn't know like, cause at that point, like I, you know, like I gleaned a lot and I learned a lot in that class. So it's mm-hmm. like, I know what they're talking about. And I know what they're asking. But even if I didn't, it's like, I would know what you're trying to ask because of how you're like, I know you're leaning in and you're asking a question because your face is telling me you're asking exactly. a question. Like, I know that like you're asking who that person is because it's a physical gesture yeah. so to that person. Like, language, right? And that's true too, because especially like when we were in Japan, like a lot of times, like they would use gestures like if they if we wanted a bag they would like mine like holding a bag or like they would point to like a picture or something else and so there's a lot of like physical stuff that like can cross language barriers too okay the second thing i was gonna say is like i obviously literally just graduated like a month ago or something but if i ever were to go back to school and get like a second bachelor's or get a master's or something or want to change my field or whatever i feel like sign language and translating 100 something i'm so interested in and something that also is really really good for my field yes being in speech pathology like a lot of times if you're doing therapy you might be working with a kid that might be deaf or hard of hearing or maybe has a deaf family yeah Yeah. and knowing like being able to communicate with the family and communicate with the kid yeah sign language and english or otherwise nonverbal, right like yeah 
Oh my god. I, know, I just wanted to say Literally. that. I love sign language. I agree. If I was going to go back to school, to school I would study linguistics probably. You guys should watch Switched at Birth. Ooh. Oh, is isn't that... that an older show? Yeah. With Lucas Gabriel from High School Musical? Shut or up, my... Yeah, yes. he's in there. He's oh in there. Oh my gosh. He's, um, and is one of them deaf? Or they're both deaf? Um, so because it's the twins, right? Yeah. So, no, we have to wrap no. this up soon. Oh, I'm, you guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is the finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we'll explain in a second. Also, it's fine. We're doing good. We're fine. <laughs> it's, I think exciting to have. We just listened to a three-hour podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think that's we true. can have a long can podcast. Hold up. Yeah. Okay. Final point about Switched at Birth, and then we'll do our final announcement. Sure. Wrap it up, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Switched at Birth is an old show. I watched it like a long time ago, but and this isn't a spoiler because this happens in the first episode. Same. Two girls were switched at birth. Obviously, yes. there's one girl that has really brunette hair, and you can obviously tell that she is like Hispanic, and then one girl that has bright red hair, and she's white, and they like have never fit in with their family. Oh like, my god! What, you know, like it's like clear. That's like, funny. Okay, <laughs> you guys are obviously switched at birth. <laughs> so the um red-haired girl is born deaf and so her mom like learned sign language and raised her her whole life and took her to the deaf school and then the other girl is hearing and lives a normal life with like a rich family and rich parents and then they find out like in the first episode that they were switched at birth Mm. and so they find out they have this daughter and they all have to like learn sign language nice and figure it out so and the whole story is just amazing and it talks about how like the family's like kind of blended or like found out a way that they could both be involved in the daughter's lives yeah like still in the same area okay and talked like talks about like getting jobs and going to a deaf school versus not going to a deaf school because Mm. um the hearing daughter learned sign language so well that she ended up going to like a deaf school Mm. and and people were like really against that or really for that and she starts like dating a deaf guy and like you know like it's so interesting and it is is like outdated like it's an I mean, I think early 2000s. Yeah. Like, not like okay. a super old show, but it's really good. And also you pick up on signs. Like, oh, absolutely. I'm sure it will help to like yeah. see things and you'll become more familiar with like different yeah. signs Practice. and different expressions. Anytime I've watched a show in another language, like I'll pick up a word here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's I think so that's so interesting. fun. I oh, definitely so want to cool. rewatch it. There's a book that I read. I'll loan it to you because I think you'd actually like it. It's called mm. True Biz. I don't remember the author's name, but it's about um, a girl who goes to a deaf school. And it's a lot about like um, language deprivation, like when you're deaf because she's I don't think she's the main character is fully deaf, but she is hard of hearing um, and maybe deaf in like one ear. And like as a kid, like her parent or her mom or somebody like didn't want her to learn sign language and didn't want her to go to a deaf school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she like had a lot of like language difficulties because she couldn't communicate in sign language, didn't know sign language and also couldn't really communicate in English because she just can't hear. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just a big issue. And so that was a really fascinating book, too. And then she does go to a deaf school, and that's, yeah. like, the where the book takes place. I had a whole debate about deafness in my class one time. Like, it was, like, Ooh. the class was dedicated towards, like, debating cochlear implants and yeah. stuff. Oh, and yeah. I got, and she had a, yeah. I got into it with a classmate. Mm. Like, I – people were brutal, and people, oh. like, called the other person out, and I was like – are we gonna have to no, like, it's call a huge, campus security it's, right no, now? It's a, it's a, a huge, it's a huge debate. It's a hard huge conversation. Huge debate. It's crazy. Yeah. And I keep saying like, let deaf people speak for themselves. Yeah. If they like, like, why are we not listening to the yeah. deaf community on this? How are we yeah. as a hearing person gonna know what they're going through, what that community is like? And yeah. think that we know what's best yeah. for them. Yeah. So well, especially stupid. because like so much of it is like. Uh, like it's so difficult because it's like sometimes it's like you need something like that to be able to 
work and live in like the hearing world because it's just not built for anyone who's not hearing but or at the able body or able body and white and exactly <laughs> exactly it's like it's not made for people who have any kind of different needs which is yes. which sucks but at the same time like deaf is literally a culture like mm-hmm. capital mm-hmm. d deaf culture they, they have like, their own language. Say, like, they have their deaf own... person or hearing person. They identify with being deaf. They don't exactly yeah. identify as being disabled. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people do identify as being disabled and they yeah. say, don't call me differently abled because I'm not differently abled. I am disabled. Yeah. I need services. Yeah. Yeah. I need to be cared for. The don't same way that take people away need from... glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly. also because like something that I think I've talked about before is that like it's not that you as a person are disabled. It's that you are rendered disabled by society and how you can't access these things like i remember seeing like some kind of it was like a metaphor that was like okay let's imagine that like everyone in the world can fly and you can't fly and now like it's fine because in this world right now you can go stairs you can go elevators but now they start building buildings without those things because everyone can fly and now you can't get up there and you're disabled yeah because you just don't have the ability to access these things that everyone else has access to 100 do a full episode on this oh my god yeah just like i actually would love to put a pin in this and continue it next episode because i think this is so fascinating yeah Yeah, literally literally a month i feel like i have a lot of opinions and experience experiences and things to share about the deaf community and the disabled community and accessibility and listening to people yeah oh my god yeah we can dive into i would actually love to i'm gonna write this down for the next because we have i would love to this episode man we were chatting we covered ground to say (laughs) (laughs) we came ready to go oh my god yeah Um, Okay, guys, I'll just I'll just say it. Yeah, um, wrap us, take yeah. us home. Why is, is, why is it going to take us another it's month? It's going to take us another month. This is the end of the Green Tea Podcast. Season, season one. one. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 We're breaking up. We, I hate them both. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. Um, we've decided to take a break for the rest of July into August. Um, we'll probably be back. We don't have a specific start date yet. Mm-hmm. I assume we'll be back. I'm going to say the second week of August, maybe mid-August. We're taking a break because, for one, we live in Southern California, and it's hot. (laughs) It's so hot It's hard to do anything. Like, July and and August, it's hot, and we're so busy. Um, Thomas, working full-time. I'm Mm -hmm. working full-time. Faith has travel plans. I have travel plans. Um, We got a lot going on. And Mm -hmm. I think summer, it makes the most sense to take a break. We also are going to revamp a little bit mm-hmm. i think we're gonna try to come up with a new sticker design get more things put into our newsletter and maybe revamp that system i think it's gonna give us all a chance to like focus on the podcast and maybe we can even have like a meeting outside of you know recording and talk mm-hmm. about what we want definitely let us know what you guys want for the next season yeah we love opinions um, and the next season probably is going to be longer yeah mm-hmm. we'll see but this is just the end of season one thank you for joining our first little yeah. race around yeah. the track. we have had <laughs> so much fun yeah and i think us taking a break and like regrouping and stuff is just gonna like help the longevity oh, and, like, absolutely make it better for the next season mm-hmm. have a little refresh the millions of seasons following <laughs> um longest running podcast I'm so excited. <laughs> record incoming i'm like so excited <laughs> yeah we're going to do, we, I mean, already we have so many ideas and plans just about like materializing them and getting them to, you know, follow through and stuff. Yeah. But, but no, that's what we're going to work like on I've and that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Recording. I've loved posting the next season. We're going to have some new ideas. We're going to talk about our, what we did this summer. That'll be fun. Yeah. And we can't wait. Yeah. And we love you guys. I'm so I feel excited. Like we've had, I just want to say thank you. Yeah. We've had so much support. 
I've had so many friends tell me that they listen. We've had yeah. people give us tea. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of support on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get new followers all the time. And I just love our community. Yeah. My Made coworker possible gave me a tea by cup. viewers like you. Aww. Yeah. Listeners like you. And my mom is, and, and like Austin's family started listening to it. And yeah. my mom was nice. always asking me questions and like telling my family like, oh, well, Faith said family. this. Like, I know. <laughs> you know. I know my so, parents always check in like, oh, listen to the newest episode. Yeah. yeah. Or like, what did, like, did Thomas ever like follow up with that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, Austin's dad told me he was like I feel like I like shouldn't be listening like <laughs> an insider conversation I'm like no that's the point no that's the point, yeah. if it was we wouldn't record that. it <laughs> no they are this is what we talk about in our insider conversations we yeah. want people to listen no, yeah, yeah. It's like, we're letting is, you in right yeah. now we're literally hanging out with you guys anyways we'll see you guys in August oh my we'll god have soon. a fun summer everyone. I know and happy 4th it's probably like later but whatever yeah. happy July Um, love you love you love you bye bye